1: What? We're good. We're talking. We're hanging out. <laughs> so now that we're not on YouTube anymore, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the special members segment of the Timcast IRL show with Marjorie Taylor Greene. And now I want to I uh, get ri- right into vaccine mandate discussion with you. So you got banned from Twitter. And this was a big part of the conversation we had on the main show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said it was COVID misinformation. Right. But you were citing CDC data. Yes. Something similar happened to Steven Crowder citing CDC data. Yet Rachel Maddow has got this viral clip where she's talking shit
2: uh-huh. and
1: she's just saying... Isn't
2: she always talking shit? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. She doesn't get banned. No. So
1: I, I think we have a very serious problem because it's not about whether you're right or wrong. It's about the fact that we need to have a, de- a debate over these ideas.
2: Oh, we totally should have a debate about ideas, but that would go completely against the narrative that they want everyone to believe. They want everyone to comply with their, their communist mandates. And I call them communists all the time because that's exactly what they are. So all of us in this room, uh, we we do not fall in the high risk factors for COVID nineteen. This is proven data. Anybody can read this. It's on the CDC. You can read it in the death rates. Who who are the most of the people that died? Over sixty five years old and fat people and obese and obese, yeah. obese people. It's serious problem. If you are obese, you are in a major risk factor. So why isn't our government saying? everybody get out of the house and exercise. Everybody eat healthy. Hey, you need to work out. You need to stop being overweight because they don't care. It's all about control.
3: Well, the government of El Salvador actually released a video telling people to do that. They're also implementing Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies as their first kind of natural reserve currency. But the government of Ireland also released a video today talking about highlighting, seriously, a track trace and database surveillance state where cameras watch your every move, see if you have a mask on, digital identification checks, and that's their vision of the Future, which is absolutely Orwellian, it's absolutely despotic, and it absolutely eviscerates any form of liberty or personal freedom when it comes to dealing with this sickness. And again, a lot of people are using this as an opportunity for money, for power, and it's sickening. And it's and it's becoming more evident, and you can't miss it. You can't not see it anymore. How clear it's become in my perspective. No,
2: it's terrifying, really, in the World Economic Forum. Like Dr. Malone was right when he was t- he was pointing to this um, map on the World Economic Forum, which is really terrifying. Where they have this plan to use COVID nineteen to force us eventually to digital IDs. Yep. Which social I think credit. is social, credit, social score. credit score, which we've seen in the CCP. P they've been doing this for a long time. And so, you know, how do you change how do you get free Americans to give up your freedom? You uh, can't, so, you've got to put everyone into this psychosis. Like what is it? Mass formation psychosis. I mean that yep, that's truly yep. really terrifying. We're not gonna all just say, Okay, government, we'll do whatever you want us to do now. Just because we're going to no, they have to convince us of a lie, which is this whole psychosis of COVID-19 and and carry it on.
1: So let me just get right into it. The level of psychosis in this country. YouTube will ban me if I say at this point the vaccines do not work.
2: Right. Because you're not going along
1: with the regime. However, at this point, with triple vaxxed people in New York City and record-breaking numbers of, of covid How the fuck could I go on any show and sound sane and say it's working?
2: You can't because you have to go along with the lie in order to to go on those sh- those shows and say it's working. No, vaccinated people are catching covid, vaccinated people are spreading covid. This is the truth, these are the facts, but these are the yeah. facts they don't want and, everyone and, to talk about. And it.
3: according to the New York Times and the Daily Mail, they're talking about how vaccinated people are getting sicker than of course the unvaccinated people and these are even some corporate media reports that that of Reuters course, had that story. Yeah, Reuters had that story as well. And then and then we have the CEO of Pfizer go on Twitter and say this is 100% effective at stopping you getting uh sick. The, it's such bullshit that they've never so, been held responsible for. It's
1: sickening. Yeah. So, when, when, when it, when it, uh, when it all started, we had everybody, Joe Biden, if you get vaccinated, you will not get COVID. That was wrong. I'm not gonna, I'm not, you, a lot of people would say they were liars, but I'll just say, okay, maybe they didn't know, right? Yeah. right. They, they were wrong. It's not true. Now they're just saying, no, the vaccine works. It reduces the severity. No. F- Fuck you. That was never what was being sold to people when they were told to get the vaccines. They said it would stop you from getting it. Fauci said it stops the virus. It can't use you as a vector. And now here we are with record breaking 1 million cases in, in the United States. And and YouTube will ban me if I say. So I, I'll just say this. Yeah, uh, you know, half the country got vaccinated. Half of those people got boosted in New York. They're having record breaking cases. What does that mean about the vaccine?
2: Yeah. You know, I you know here's what I here's what I have to say. Where are the American people? Why aren't they marching in the streets? I have been asking this question over and over. I'm like, you're going to tell me you're in the military and yep. you're going to be kicked out, but you're not out there in the streets marching in your uniform. You're scared of your you're scared of your commander going to give you a slap on the wrist and then kick you out a month later. I don't think so. I have been begging for people to go out in the streets. Yep. You should be in your military uniform, your doctor's uniform, your nurse's uniform, your fireman's uniform, your police uniform, your your teacher. You should take your kids, your whole family and go, we're being canceled because we refuse yeah. to buy into the lie that the government is selling us. We refuse to comply with your communism. Why aren't they marching in the streets? We see it in other countries. Yeah. Well, Dr. Yeah.
3: Robert Malone is planning a protest in Washington, D.C. on January 23rd called the Defeat the Mandates. And there's supposed to be some celebrity showings. There's supposed to be a lot of people coming down. And this is what a lot of people are talking about. But again, the, the information is clear. It's right in our face. A lot of people are getting vaccinated. The places that are vaccinated the most are dealing with some of the biggest uptick in cases than we have ever seen before. Singapore, Israel, the United Kingdom, all of them, huge cases. You look at Africa, you look at India, where they're dealing with this in a totally different way. Latin America, where they're dealing with this in a totally different way. El Salvador, where they're dealing with this in a totally different way. You don't have that many cases. So I think it's pretty clear what's going on here. It's pretty self-evident, so, and it's becoming more disturbing by the day that they're doubling down on this. What, what Just... Instead of me ranting,
1: what's your general view on, on vaccination, like on the vaccine itself?
2: Oh, I'm not fucking taking the vaccine. <laughs> Hell no. I'm unvaccinated and no one's gonna hold me down and make me take it. I'm well, mean as can be. I'll fight you. What, what? No, I'm not getting vaccinated because I don't need it. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I, I don't need the vaccine, and no one can convince me that I do need it. As a matter of fact, what makes me more scared and more terrified of it is that the government is mandating it and lying and lying and lying, just like you've pointed out and you've pointed out. We all know it's a lie. It's a complete lie. First, it was... To, oh, you're going to have to get this one vaccine. Mm. Oh, now you've got to get two vaccines. Oh, wait, now you got to get your booster. Oh, hold on. We're going to have to have a fourth one. Oh, shoot. You're still getting COVID. Oh, my gosh. Well, you still got to keep getting your vaccine and you need a vaccine card. And you can't go in a restaurant without your vaccine card. And we got to make sure you're updated. Oh, but wait, how are we going to track these vaccine cards? And then 80 of my Republican colleagues vote for a vaccine database. Well, you yep. know what that's going to do? What is that going to do? That's going to put everyone on record on who's had a vaccine. And guess what? I've read that bill. Mm-hmm. It doesn't protect people. It opens up a whole new Pandora's box where say, for example, insurance companies can check, check the vaccine database and go, wow. yep. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Green, we're not going to be able to cover your family because you're unvaccinated. Well, excuse me. How, how do you know about my um, private medical records? Will we check the vaccine database? Mm-hmm.
1: Dan Crenshaw said
3: that there was already a database or something
1: statewide databases, and he wanted to put them
2: together in
3: order to quote encrypt them. But I'm like, why the fuck do you got to make a list then? Like, like don't make a list, encrypt all of them on the state level. Saying for a national registry is insane, and it's crazy, and it's and it's doublespeak.
2: Well, you know, a lot of them that were arguing saying no, the this version of the bill made it better. Well, I read the bill. Uh, Not everyone does, but I read the bill. As a matter of fact, I read it twice because I was like, am I reading what I think I'm reading? No, I don't think it made it better. I think I think it created something, and there was already a vaccine database, but it opened the door in other ways that once this thing has a switch, then, oh, we have got a serious problem. I mean, a serious problem. And you can already look up, if a doctor or nurse, and I know this to be done because I know someone that they did it to, they can look up and see if you're vaccinated. If you've gotten a COVID vaccine, you're in that system. And and if you haven't gotten one, guess what? We're not in that system. And so how do you cancel? How, how do you create like a whole subclass of people? This is what you do. You put, you create a system that, that they're not a part of and we don't want to be a part of it. And then you can't participate in society unless you are a part of it. Well, then how do we track it? Well, this is what they want. They want the digital ID. That is the end goal, digital ID, and they want a digital currency. They want a, a federal dollar that is a digital uh, currency that they can control, that they can regulate, and then they want to completely get rid of other digital currencies that aren't regulated. I wonder,
1: I wonder if- Fucking based. Yeah, the, the Fed coin they've talked about, the the federal, US government's cryptocurrency. That's not
0: based, what you just said is based. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Mm. so, with – I think that they're doubling down. I think that they know these vaccines are not doing what they said they were going to do, but they think if they admit that, there's going to be a riot, and people's heads are going to burn. And they might-
2: want a riot. how do you how do you enforce how do you call for martial law? without yeah. riots.
0: I agree. They want
2: a riot. <laughs> no, They'd be the greatest thing. They'd be like, "All right, here we go. go. They, Roll them out
3: in the people because they want yes. people to fight. They want, a they want riot people to use violence because
0: then they have an excuse oh, no, problem reaction solution." Like, Fauci no. doesn't want people to come to his house. He wants to see I'm not saying Fauci does, but they would want like to them to see a building get destroyed.
2: Let me tell you how much these people aren't afraid of riots. They they promoted them. All through 2020, mm-hmm. just for political reasons. For and then when they, let me tell you, they knew there was going to be violence on January 6th. I was told on January 4th that there's threats of violence for the Capitol on January 6th. I'm like, what are they doing about it? They knew there was going to be violence. President Trump asked for the National Guard. January 3rd, they had people in Virginia, these high level um amazingly trained military people guess what they were rescuing us on January 6 they were planning on January 3rd. why was the National Guard they don't care about riots they, it isn't in the riot is it helps helps get them to the goal
1: there's that famous video where the guy walks up to the cop and he's like why aren't you stopping this you're standing here why don't you get more cops down here in the oh, cops there's and don't tons
2: do of people trying to do that yep that's, that's because it was January 6 there's so many questions who is Ray Epps what the hell was he doing? Why was he not in the D.C. jail when I went there? That really pisses me off. That guy should be in there. Who is this this um scaffold commander guy standing up there telling everyone to go in there? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some... Hey, what is the guy that... um Sullivan. John Sullivan.
1: Right. The, I, the Antifa guy.
2: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Why is he out walking around, but yet there's people that are just rotting away in jail? It doesn't make in sense. solitary, right? Yeah,
1: solitary confinement. Yeah, twenty-two, twenty-three hours. And, and that day. guy, John Sullivan, he was like an Antifa guy. He was there with his friend. Yes. And they're filming, and he goes on CNN. Yeah. I think it, he got sold, paid fifty yep,
3: thousand dollars by yeah. CNN for that
1: footage. Think. Absolutely. A, it is. It is. It is.
3: It. And he's the one opening, like trying to get everyone in, storming in, opening up windows. He
2: made money off of filming Ashley Babbitt oh. dying oh. on oh. the floor as he's yeah.
3: cheering yeah. on the crowd. I got. I
1: yes. got to go right into my 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 favorite subject, <gasps> Civil oh War.
2: Wait, you, national divorce.
1: Well, I was going to get that. It's not civil war. <laughs> no, uh, you, you had a tweet where you said, in a national divorce scenario, and the media runs this line saying you've called for a civil war or a national divorce. Because
2: they want Marjorie Taylor Greene to call for civil war. They want that to happen. They want to tell these lies about me. Oh, she's an insurrectionist. January 6th committee. You're going to see that ramp up. Let me yep. tell you what's you're going to see happen. They're going to take things like that that I said about national divorce, which I think is actually – not a bad idea. I don't. I'm one of those people that if we can't get along, hey, look, you can have your state over here and you guys can do all whatever you want to do. But over here in my state, we're going to do it this way. And and look, we don't have to argue with each other. If we can't figure this out, I'm totally okay with looking at a national divorce scenario. Guess what? Most Americans are. It's just that the, you know, the elite structure doesn't want to think so. Here's what you're going to see out of January 6th. January 6th committee is about to ramp up. We go back into session on the 10th. You're going to see them build this narrative. They delayed their report. The report's going to come out this summer. They're going to put out a report, and I guarantee you it's going to claim that members of Congress, like me, organized an insurrection with President Trump and people in his administration and outside organizers. They are literally going to try to create that narrative, and they're going to build it over these next months. What they want to do is they want to disqualify us. Here's someone that already said it. Do you know who Mark Elias is?
1: Yes, he, he, he's a Democrat, you know, uh, lawyer. Yeah. Files, you know, well, he tweeted Sousa it
2: L- uh, just, I think, about a week and a half ago. He tweeted that he said later in 2022, you're going to see members of quali- uh, members of Congress disqualified. He said then you're going to see litigation about it.
1: Disqualified.
2: So if if an elected official, a member of Congress, is disqualified, not not expelled. Disqualified. that means we can never hold office again.
1: So they would kick you out of office?
2: They would vote to disqualify us. If they so, can disqualify us, that means that we can't get reelected. They would love to disqualify President Trump. You want to know why? He can't run again.
1: This, this is why I say civil war. Not, uh, look, I understand the idea of national divorce, meaning that... The states agree to just like, hey, we're gonna maybe, you know, separate powers to a great degree or whatever and have some, maybe agreements. go back to what
2: our founders envisioned where we had a small federal government. Right.
1: But I, I don't think and it had it'll work. state rights. I don't, I don't think it's gonna be that simple. I think, I think there'll be civil war and I think it's gonna be because the Democrats are gonna pull moves like that. I think the Republicans will see a major swing back in, in their favor to a certain degree, however it manifests. And I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with the reporting out of the Boston Globe that John Podesta had had advised West Coast states to secede from the Union if donald Trump got reelected, so that was 2020. <laughs> i I've not
2: seen that yeah, that, that was, doesn't surprise me though the Podestas are not very nice people
1: that that was a level of insanity that uh-huh. people I, I I've been saying we are marching down the path of civil war for years. And it's not based off me as just some dude being like, "I think it's going to happen. It's the Atlantic interviewing nat- national security experts. It's a Princeton professor saying this. It's MSNBC running these articles. It is now a CIA analyst saying the u s. may be entering phase three of a civil war. but if but it, I didn't even know this about the disqualification if well,
2: if, when Mark Elias tweets that, so he's really arrogant. I yeah. mean, he wants nothing more the later on in twenty twenty two so that he can say, Remember when I told you guys this was yep. going to happen? Oh my God. That's why he couldn't help himself. He tweeted it because he couldn't help himself because it's part of their plan. Here's what I think about civil war. I, it terrifies me. I'm not, a, I'm, I don't like violence. I really don't. I was very upset about the, the riot at the Capitol. It, it seriously upset me. I've never been anything like that in my life. I had no idea that something like that could happen. I'm a mom. My kids are 24, 22, and 18. When I, look at the idea or hear people talk about civil war i'm very realistic it'll be my kids will be involved in that and Mm. i don't want that to ever happen for my children i don't want that to ever happen to any american it's terrifying it really is i i really want solutions i mean that's the whole reason why i ran for congress is i really want to i'm an optimist i i have hope i want to fix it yeah i I don't want us to fall into something like a civil war
1: I get accused simply for bringing it up. People say that I'm, I'm encouraging it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. A civil war would mean China wins. And that's really, really bad for us. It's really, really bad for the world. We don't want it.
2: I don't think you're bad for bringing it up. You're actually saying what I hear so many people say that, that the, you know, the, the elites in Washington don't want to talk about. It's like, I'm sorry. This is what people at home are talking about. I think it's good for you to talk about it. It's good for people to be able to talk about it. I think it's just important to try to avoid it and never allow yeah. it I, we, I don't, we should try
3: do it I think we should strive for a peaceful divorce and I think we should advocate for that let live and let live I think that's a simple you know principle I, I think it's very hard to get because so many people are emotionally involved in this so many people are entrapped in social media echo chambers but but I, I I think the sentiment of understanding the larger possibilities of peace because if there is conflict it's going to get disgusting it's going to get bloody it's going to be horrible and we should avoid it at all possible costs I already see the ramifications of it that's nothing you know seeing war like i've seen some conflict zones i've been to somalia I, I i've seen some crazy stuff we do not want that happening here in the united people States. people don't get it people do no. not understand yeah. how crazy Everyone, it gets and also how yeah. quickly it gets uh and that's and escalate it's right. out of control and we have to avoid everything and again if if, if a communist wants to live in a communist uh, you know uh utopia where they don't have food whatever that's on them all, that's on their own let them do whatever they want to do uh live your own communist utopia live by your own principles and ideas but don't force your ideas well, onto so, other people and that's why aggregism and 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 libertarianism and, and anarchism is such an important philosophy with that book that was uh was asked if you if you read that one let
1: me let me ask you uh, do you think Donald Trump won the election
2: in 2020. I so w- that was something that we really looked into because my role on January 6 as a member of Congress, I was prepared to object. Um, as a matter of fact, Congressman Matt Gates and I were leading the objection for Michigan. Um, being from Georgia, I've lived there my entire life. I can tell you for a fact, I do not believe Joe Biden won Georgia. I, I seriously don't. I have never in my life witnessed anything like I did throughout the election season of 2020. And I can tell you because I was on the ground everywhere, I've never seen energy for anybody like I saw for President Trump. And at the same time after November 3rd, I was very involved in, in the, the hand recounts. I mean, I was, I was one of the certified people for his campaign, um, involved in looking through all the fraud. There, there was serious, serious election fraud. I, I, I can tell you, I don't think Joe Biden won, what, what but for? I, I will not go into the, theories i what, well, fucking on, dominion
0: what <laughs> no, private know, corporation no. tallying votes behind closed doors we don't know that's the problem
1: right right i agree with i, I don't like the conspiracies where they yeah. get a dominion in venezuela yeah, it's just, but i, but know I agree if it's good or bad you
0: just but, don't but, but, know
2: but i don't like the conspiracies what? either i think the absentee what? ballots were really the biggest uh that was the pandora's box it totally opened up for election fraud
1: what fraud did you see
2: oh my god fulton county fulton county was horrendous I mean, everyone knows about Fulton County. They're pulling out suitcases from under the table. They were scanning, and I saw this because I sat in the attorney's office where they showed it to me, and showed it to me by proof. They were they were rescanning the same stacks of ballots. But I'm going to go a little further.
1: Well, so real quick, I want to address. If you watch the full video of the of the suitcases under the, you you can actually watch them take ballots, put them in the boxes, put them under there, and then pull them out later. Yeah. I don't. I think that's a, a red herring. The re-scanning of ballots you can watch happen, there's no explanation
3: for
2: That's it. right. And now, here, let's talk about stories that haven't been talked about. My own husband, when he went to vote for the general election, when he went to vote, he walked in, and you know what they told him after he showed his ID and, and, and got up there? They said, Mr. Green, you've already voted. Mm. He goes, no, I haven't. Uh, yeah, we have you right here. You've already voted by absentee ballot. He Whoa. was livid. He goes, no, I have not. I've never requested an absentee ballot. My wife never requested an absentee ballot. I have not voted. He had to go through a 45-minute ordeal to prove that he had not voted so that he could vote when he showed up to actually vote. Here's the question. We never found out this absentee ballot that was cast in his name. What happened to it? Mm. Did that vote go away? Mm. No, it didn't. What happened? So I know that from my own husband. Also, Floyd County, the county that we live in, teeny tiny little county, it's a Republican county. In the hand recount, you know what we found? And this is a very small population county. There were over 3,000 ballots that weren't counted. That had, We found over 3,000 ballots and like 2,800 of them were for President Trump. That was in a Republican county, but guess what? A Democrat-controlled city. Interesting. Yes. So there's a lot of election fraud that I think happened in places that you wouldn't suspect them. Um, So, yeah, no, I I really do believe President Trump won the election. And I do believe election fraud happened because I investigated it so deeply along with my colleagues. I mean, we had I think it's 140 something members, Republican members of Congress that voted to object. That is serious.
1: The, the, there's two big issues i have uh there's a lot of issues i have with the uh with with the narrative the fraud narrative but uh, for one i think it's it's demoralizing people mm. the i think people don't terribly want
2: terribly demoralizing
1: and and why you said people don't want to vote 5% it's probably because they're being told it won't matter they're going to cheat
2: Lin Wood. i'm going to talk about linwood mm. i know him he's from georgia everybody in georgia knows he's a lifelong democrat we know who Lin Wood is Lynn Wood is, I don't, he, I don't know what he is and I don't know who he works for, but he went around Georgia in the Senate runoff race leading into January 5th telling everyone do not vote. Wow. Do not vote. Your vote's going to be stolen. Do not vote. Do not vote. Who on earth is going to, if you're so called a Republican, who's going to go around and tell Republican voters to do not vote? Right. Okay. It worked. It worked. You want to know yeah. why? He's been a lifelong Democrat. The last ballot he requested in 2018, and we don't know what 2020 was, was a Democrat ballot in Georgia. Okay, these are the kind of problems that we have. We have these kind of dissenters, these kind of um bad actors. I don't even know what he is. That That is a serious issue to me. But... Going here, let me tell you something else. Americans are soft. You guys, we have never been through terrible times. So when people talk about a civil war, there's men that will be like, ah, oh, I'll go out there and I'll kick everybody's ass. I'm like, excuse me, can you run a mile? <laughs> yeah, get up right. and let me yep. see <laughs> your ass get out yep. there and run a mile. Yep. I don't is. think you're going to make it yep. 400 meters. And yep. I'm not going to lie because I don't think any, not many people can literally run a straight mile. Everyone's out of shape. Carrying so,
1: gear, no like less. 60 yep. pounds of that shit too. Yeah.
2: With your heart Pumping with adrenaline and you're shooting at people. This is insanity. It's I'm sorry. It's not video game land. Civil war is reality. I think Americans are soft. So when I look at you know here we got defeated and you think oh my god they stole the election. Oh, I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna go store food. I'm gonna stay at my house. I'm gonna I'm gonna get off the grid. I'm gonna live out here with my family. Really, is that what you're gonna do, people? You're you're totally gonna check out. No. Grow a spine, be tough, fight for something, care about it, get involved. These things, President Trump is not your savior. He can't fix everything in his first term. You know what? He can't. We need to continue on. We have to build on our ideas. We have to elect more people that care about this country and not about popularity or fame or having some title or getting a bunch of extra money and backdoor money. Those are the terrible things. It's going to take decades to fix it and we have to dig in for the long term. I don't
1: I don't think it can be fixed because I think we're not necessarily seeing like two millennials that group together all of a sudden being polarized. I think kids are being raised polarized.
2: Absolutely, they're being raised polarized. When they go to
1: schools and the teachers are, you know, critical race theory is, is being put in practice and the kids or are being they're indoctrinated. they told
2: that they're they need to change their gender.
1: Mm. Absolutely. Like,
2: what what well, 11-year-old that's crazy.
1: There's there's a saying that people have brought up on the show. Uh, liberals don't have children. They have yours. Yep. So when conservatives have kids and those kids go to their schools, they get indoctrinated. But there's something interesting to be said well,
2: here. You know what? A bunch like I'll make fun of moms and I'll do it because I am a mom. I, I call them wine moms. These are the moms that go hang out in the kitchen with their girlfriends and they're drinking wine the whole time. And then they buy a case of beer and send the kids, to, the teenagers yeah. to the basement. Wine moms need to learn learn how to be mothers, mm. and see that's what's happened, you know. And this, like, I go back to this: Americans think that everything's given, and it's just given to them. It's always going to be there, so we can enjoy. We're we are owed this lifestyle. We're owed the American lifestyle. This is bullshit, complete bullshit. You're a sum total of all your decisions. And if you're not willing to make hard decisions and make good life choices and you're not willing to raise your kids right, then you know what your sum total is going to be? It's going to be a pile of shit. And that is what we're creating. So you know what we have to—we have to suck it up, and we have to do the right thing, and we have to do the right thing continually, so that when we add up our sum total, we're going to be proud of it, and it's going to be something that we want to live in. And
1: abolish the ATF. Have you seen? Yeah. You, you, you probably haven't seen the new movie, The Craft. New-ish. No,
2: I haven't seen any movies lately. So
1: it's—it's a it's a remake of a movie from the '90s, and it's about these young teenage witches. But this new version is a woke PSA, and there's a scene in it. That I think exemplifies what, what the younger generation is becoming. The main character uses her magic powers to injure a boy at school. Irrelevant.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What, what is relevant is that her dad's very politely says, don't talk back to me. You injured someone at school. That's not okay. And she freaks out and gets angry and complains about it. And in that scene, I'm like, that's the, that's the Gen Z millennial leftist worldview. That if your father is saying work hard to make a better future, he's a fascist. If he says, "This is my house and my rules," he's a fascist. When you say people need to, you know, give their children a better future and be responsible, that—that's that, fascism to them. The idea of any responsibility at all, working hard at all, there's 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 literally a subreddit called anti-work where they advocate for not working at all. They believe you should not work. Okay, how are you going to eat? Well, the government will just give you food.
2: Of course, the government will, because the bugs. government makes it, uh, bugs. P- produces it out of the air. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's, this. They're going to give you
3: the bugs. That's literally what they're writing about.
2: Yeah. It's psychosis in every single way. It's a fake world. I, I mean, literally, they're selling lies in a fake world that doesn't exist. Nothing. Nothing comes for free. I'm sorry, Absolutely. it just doesn't.
0: I've been uh, studying the metaverse. Are you, have you been following this build out of the metaverse that Mark Zuckerberg's doing? They changed the name of the parent company out from Facebook to Meta. Yeah, and Meta. It owns I Facebook just found and, out about that. So I was playing on it a little bit on Decentraland. I'm like, I got to find out. And I was in 20 seconds. I was like, this is the future of video gaming and lifestyle. But where am I getting my food? That we, struck me like, right. how am I going to eat? These mm-hmm. kids are going to be in there 24 hours a day, probably days and days on end making money, but where are they getting their food? That's exactly. so important. We are. We are. That's a time. great question.
1: Are, yeah. um, Marjorie, thank you so much for, for coming on. Oh, We've got it. You, you got to come back. It'll be great to have yes. you and Bannon at the same time. Oh my, oh my
2: God. Yes. I will bring Steve and <laughs> all right, and I'm going to challenge some of my colleagues.
3: Oh, Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, have so, I have some really good or ones. Or Crenshaw. Crenshaw. That'd
2: be great. Can we yeah. have you yeah. and Crenshaw debate? Can we sword fight? <laughs> well, no, <sure. laughs> I'm just no, 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 no. Yeah, just... absolutely. We can debate. I would love to have him come here. Let's,
1: let's, 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 let's do it. Let's try see yeah, if we can set we that up. Yeah. And uh, thanks so much for, for being here and to all our members. Thanks for supporting us. We've got it. You've got to make a, uh, another show. So thanks for everything. Thank and you. we'll see you all next time.
2: With lucky land you can get lucky just about anywhere.